ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of Playing With Myself, With Myself, Sean Christopher. It is Monday, October the 19th, and I got up early in the morning. By early in the morning, I mean before 12 p.m. To record this thing so I can give you guys content today because I've had such an unusually busy weekend, which was nice. I love being busy on my weekends. So, here we are today, and we're going to talk about a plethora, a plethora, a plethora of things. Um, First, let's talk about that weekend of mine. Let me put myself over for like an hour. I kid. But, um, so I've had, um, like I said, I had a pretty busy weekend, which is nice, which is really nice. I really much enjoyed it. Um, I wrestled Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, four total matches throughout those three days. And, uh, yeah, it was nice. So Friday, we, um, Me and my good friend, my good close personal friend, Kevin Ryan, teamed against a team of Nate Wilde and Ethan Cage, also known as Beauty and the Beast, at a music festival known as Valley Vibes in Lafayette, Georgia. So that's cool. That was super cool. It was nice. It was cold as fuck outside. I will say that. I don't know how. It was like 80 degrees during the day, and then it just, boom, turns nighttime, and it's fucking five. I don't get it. I don't get this weather thing. I don't know who's controlling it. Maybe, you know, I don't know, Hank, chill out, but not don't chill too much, because then we'll have the same problem as we did Friday, but it was cold as fuck anyways, and like, in short terms, it was really cold, so cold that I wrestled in my nice Undertaker sweater that uh, my brother Donnie Janella gifted me last year. So shout out to him for giving me that. And I got to wrestle in it. Had a solid little uh, little tag team endeavor. Got to see a lot of people. Um, shout out mostly to Plaid Shirt Guy. Didn't get his name. I don't think he has a name, actually. The way he was acting. He don't seem like somebody that has a that can be held down by something as... I don't know, dumb as, I don't know, something as simple as a name, this dude couldn't be held down by it, so, shout out to Plaid Shirt Guy, he had the maracas going all night, well, the single maraca going all night, just shaking that thing as much as he could, he was also, somehow, also, I'm gonna take a drink of my own, had... Not only one, but two bottles of wine. Double fisting entire bottles of wine, which is insane. And it was, man, boy, was that a fucking, that was a a good time. He told me and Kevin Ryan, he was about 10 trips deep when it came to that wrestling show. He also told us that uh, he loved wrestling so much. A lifelong wrestling fan. Except when Sting turned into the crow, that's what turned him away. So, I mean, it happens. 
you know, Sting will turn into the crow sometimes. It'll fuck your whole wrestling life up. So, but shout out to Plaid Shirt Guy. Plaid Shirt Guy, definitely the MVP of the weekend. MVP of the weekend, Plaid Shirt Guy. So, that was my Friday. I wrestled at 11, probably like midnight actually. Maybe like 11.30 midnight, which is insane. First off, I will say, is insane. But, had a lot of fun. Thank you, Joey Gambino, for having us, you know, PC. Praise Christ, my man, Joey Gambino. You know, got much love for that guy. He also offered me and giving Ron a spot on uh, Gambino Enterprises. I don't know. And uh, we might have to accept it, you know. We might have to just ditch the ADS and hit up Joey Gambino. He said he can double our rate. And, you know, your boy loves money. So I might have to hit up Joey Gambino on that. So that was Friday. Saturday um, was New South's Action Clash double taping in Hansville, Alabama. And um, because of a lot of crazy things going on, the entire landscape of the show was flipped on its freaking head, dude. Not only was the last um, New South show canceled because of the hurricane, um, there were a lot of... uh, a lot of missing pieces to the puzzle, I'll say, when it came to this New South event. Uh, so everything was kind of flipped on its head, which is how I ended up finagling my way into a motherfucking New South heavyweight championship match with Donnie Janela. After winning a little old battle royal, dumping out Daniel Perez after a good chicken, good clean chicken fight. In the middle of the ring. I got to see uh, James Johnson. I love that man. Shout out James Johnson. Fucking beautiful human being. Got to see him. He drove way too far to be there. Way too damn far. But I appreciate it. I appreciate that he came out. And uh, I was happy to see him. Um, anyways, won a battle royal. Then wrestled Donnie Janela. And what I will say... In my own humble opinion, a fucking banger. No, uh, but it definitely was probably either, you know, one of my favorite matches, like either my favorite or, or at least one of my favorite matches I've ever had. I'll have to check it out when it comes out, when it drops on Action Clash episode eight, which will be like three or four weeks from now. You'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Tiffany will tweet some shit. She'll give some shit. Yeah. So it'll be a good good time. So make sure to check that out when it drops. But I had a lot of fun. And I got to see a lot of nice people. A lot of good friends of mine. Uh, Yeah. Basically, I just got to see a lot of good people. Saturday was overall. It's a lot of fun. But don't say the F word in the J.C. Arena. I found J.C. Arena. Uh, don't say the F word in the JC Arena. Found that out firsthand. The F word is banned. They do not like that word there. So, can't say F words. But, burn the damn, not burn the damn barn. Tore the damn house down with my big bubba, Donnie motherfucking Janella. So, that was nice. It was nice to get 
an opportunity to wrestle to show that I'm not just a fucking okay tag wrestler. I'm also an okay singles wrestler. (laughs) So I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Thank you to everyone who was there. Thank you to everyone who cheered, booed, or didn't make a single noise. Thank you for being there. I appreciated your presence. And I appreciated all the support and love I got from that. So thank you to everyone for that. And I hope that uh, when it drops in a couple weeks, I get the same amount. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Maybe people will be like, damn, this match really did suck. And I'll have to reevaluate everything I think about my life. But as I digress, that's not, but I digress. That's, that's the phrase I'm looking for. On to Sunday, which was yesterday, <clears throat> I headed up to New Level Pro in Ardmore, Tennessee, um, which, so, I guess I technically wrestled in three different states this weekend, which is strange. I didn't even realize that, but Ardmore, Tennessee, for New Level Pro, they had a student show um, out there, and um, I was able to wrestle some big hot fatal four-way match with um Sammy Evans, the bastard son. Yeah, you see where he's going. Uh Kalen J and Airtime Austin Race, I think is the last name. I'm terrible with names, but I think Airtime Austin Race is where it's at. Um but it was fun. I had a lot of fun in that match as well. It was fun to wrestle uh new people like uh, fresh people who are willing to learn and willing to listen. That is always a major plus for me. I'd like, I'd wrestle a new person who will listen to me uh, and like willing and who's willing to learn every day of the week over an experienced person who will not listen and is not willing to learn. So I had a lot of fun with that. The crowd Boy, did that crowd. I will say, as one half of the inaugural New Level Pro Tag Team Champions, I don't think I've ever been to a New Level Pro event where not a single motherfucker in the crowd knew me until Sunday. So that was crazy. Um, It was an experience, for sure. Did you hear that whistle on my ass? How crazy is that that I do that? I don't even know how it happens. But... Yeah, so that was strange, but it was fun. Had a lot of fun with New Level Pro, and I had a lot of fun with New South, and I had a lot of fun with Valley Bob. So it was just a fun weekend full of grabs. So that's my weekend. That's what I did this weekend. And I'm interested to hear what you guys did with your weekend. Were you there? Were you at any of my wrestling events? If so, tell me and tell me how much I suck. I will appreciate it. Jesus. Um, Speaking of my weekend, I want to take a moment here to reflect back. Backsh. Backsh. To reflect Backshin Clash. (laughs) To reflect back on Action Clash, uh, the New South show. To reflect back on TJ Burks. What a legend, honestly. Uh, that dude is there from 2 p.m. 
to however long the show runs, every single New South event, and he is working the entire time. So that dude is an incredible talent who cannot be, uh, I don't know, who needs the, doesn't need, but who deserves to be praised for sure. So TJ Burks, thank you if you somehow find yourself stumbling over this mess of a fucking podcast. Uh, just know that I love you with all my heart. And um, you're the best videographer that a boy could ask for. And I appreciate you. And I'm happy that I've been blessed to work with TJ on multiple occasions. And I hope that I can continue working with TJ for the rest of my entire life. (laughs) But that's just a quick moment to talk about TJ Burks and how much of a lovely human being he is. And a great, great photographer, videographer. Literally anything you need that dude can do. So shout out to TJ Burks for that. Much love to him and much love to a few other people. My good friend, Two Fly Tie. I want to send a lot of love, a lot of good vibes and happy thoughts over to that man. He's going through, he's just going through it, you know. People be going through it sometimes. So send your love to Two Fly Tie. Send your love to Cabana Man Dan. Send your love to Jaden Nimitz. Send your love, um, the people you know aren't aren't doing the best right now, you know? Give them love because they need it. They need it right now more than ever. So, um, much love to those, those I almost said men guys, but those guy men's. Much love to those guy men's, for sure. Because, um, you know, shit sucks right now. Shit sucks, man, with COVID-19. Which also, did we like... I don't know. I feel like I've seen more people call it COVID-19 than coronavirus. I don't know if we gave up on coronavirus. We just realized like that wasn't a good name. We just switched back to the OG. I don't know what happened. But I don't see coronavirus as much as I used to. Now I see COVID-19. So maybe we switched it back. So COVID-19, coronavirus, it sucks. I had uh, took a test last week. It was negative. But I was exposed to a lot of people, a lot of people over the weekend. So I'm definitely going to go get tested again this week just to make sure that everything checks out and that I'm not dying because I don't want to die. Because, well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see how. We'll see where the day takes me. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm going to go get tested. I suggest that all of you get tested if you haven't have any symptoms go get tested wear a mask people what the fuck dude why do people not wear masks for fuck's sake it covers your face but also it really doesn't it's just your mouth and just your nose how is that so hard for someone to ask you to do that's like you walking into a place with your dingling out and just being like Well, my First Amendment says that you can't tell me the heck I can't have my dick out. Well, how dumb does that sound, you know? Because guess what? There are people that don't want to see your dick. 
just like there are plenty of people that don't want a goddamn deadly disease. So wear your mask. Cover that nasty shit up you got in your mouth anyways. Damn, man. Just wear a mask. Everywhere you go. I don't give a fuck. If there's nobody else wearing a mask, wear yours. Be the example. Show people what they need to be fucking doing. Yeah. That's my rant on mask for today. But now that that is over, we're going to get into a few questions before we get into some story time. Before I get right off topic and start talking some crazy shit like I always do. So let's read. These are all, um, I didn't ask any. I didn't put out a poll. Not a poll. I didn't put out any like questions or anything because I found a lot that I had just, not a lot, but I found a few that I had just forgotten that I had gotten from the first episode. And I just now found them. And I guess we'll answer them. So Brandon Hoof Silvis, I think is the name. I'm going to, I mean, if that isn't your name, I apologize. I'm not, like I said, not good with names. But he says, what's the most ins- Oop, what's the most in spot? What's the most insane spot I've ever pulled off? Well, actually, sir, there are two that stick out. One is obviously the fall, as I call it. Um, when I did the old walk the ropes, flip off the top rope, completely missed the fucking chair I was aiming for and hit the concrete as hard as I can. One of those numbers. That sucked. That's probably the most insane thing that I've ever thought of in my own mind. But I think the most insane thing that I've ever taken from someone else would be to go back to old Big Bubba, Donnie, primetime at this point, back in the year 2018, I think, 2018, Wicked Havoc, I think. At Pro South Wrestling, it's me and Donnie, main event, two out of three falls, steel cage match. This dude puts me over his shoulder and tombstones me off the top of a steel fucking cage. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Head first, dude. I'm telling you. Landed down, couldn't feel anything in my body for a few seconds. Scared the absolute shit out of me. But... I got up, here I am, I'm doing the deal, even though it hurts to be this hip, and this neck, and this back, and this P word, and my crack, if you know what I'm saying. It hurts being Sean Christopher, and we'll get into that today in story time. Story time has a lot to do with that, but... It ain't fucking story time yet. It's question time. So the most insane spot I've ever pulled off, either flipping on concrete unprotected or getting dropped on my head from about 15 feet in the air. One of those two. Pick your poison. I've done some crazy shit in my life. And it's so strange because as a kid, and even when I first started wrestling, I used to be so scared of like pain and getting hurt, getting hit. I didn't want to do that. I was like, damn, dude, like... I was just not a, I'm not a confrontational person just in general. So I'm not someone who welcomes like pain, I guess. It's just not my thing. But 
now I think that's what I'm known for most. It's just taking fucking pain and not giving a fuck. So, I guess I'll fight anyone now. So, there's not really any... I guess it's... There's not anyone who can do things worse to me than I've already done. I guess. I've done everything terrible you could ever think to do to me. So, I have another question from Austin Jackson. He asked me, What other companies do I want to wrestle for? Well, um... I probably should have thought of that before I even uh, started recording this, but I didn't. But I'll name a few that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, AIW. I did an AIW tryout in early 2019, uh, and I thought I did okay, but obviously not good enough to be on the show. So I want to get back to AIW, do something up there. Um, I'd like to be on shows like GCW, of course, like... The big indies. I'd like to be bigger places. For sure. That's like the goal, right? Is to just keep getting better and better and moving up and being rewarded for getting better. So places like uh locally, um action wrestling, uh SUP when it comes back to Nashville, for sure. Those are two places that I've been to as a uh I guess onlooker. I mean, not really, like, I don't know. I've been there, I've seen their shows, and I would like to be a part of their shows. So places like that. I just want to be at better places to show, hopefully, that I can hang with the people that all of you people already like and already know are good. You know? So, really, that's the goal, man. Those some companies I want to wrestle for right there. Um, I cannot for the life of me pronounce your for realsies name on the book face. D.L. Flippo. That's what I'm going to, that's what I'm just going to say. He asked, what's the regular day? And what's a regular day in the life of Sean Christopher? Well, Mr. Entourage Manager, it's quite boring. Boring as fuck. What I do... So I wake up, drink, pass out, drink. I don't know. I don't know that song. But um, I don't know, man. I don't really do too much crazy stuff. I just basically, I wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. And then I just see where the day takes me. I'm just kind of like a free-flowing kind of just, I'll just wake up and just see what happens. Whatever happens, happens. That's I'm just so... I have like a, um, it's so strange because I love being organized and I love having my days and everything planned out and organized, but at the same time, I enjoy just sporadically living, just being able to live on a whim, things like that. So, uh, a regular day for Sean Christopher, there, it doesn't exist. It just, uh, things just happen. I just go with the flow, if you know what I mean. There's not really actually any meaning besides I just do whatever the fuck happens. I just go with whatever happens. So that's what a regular day in the life of Sean Christopher is. You wake up, you don't have a clue what you're doing that day, and then hopefully something happens and you end up finding out along the way. So that's what it's like being Sean Christopher. That's a normal day for me. Um, So Christine Crowfoot, shout out. 
to the Crowfoot family, and you have that adorable daughter, Anastasia, who I scared, or I tried. I tried my best to spook that child. didn't work, but I'm not a scary person. Uh, she asked some questions here, but a lot of them I've already answered. Um, but there is one that asked, how did it feel once I got into the biz? Uh, to realize that people, uh, that I have people that love to watch me wrestle. And that is a feeling that I still, I, I don't know. It's almost like, um, I don't know. I've, I've, it's so strange to me that, um, I have like a mini version of what I've always wanted in life, really. And that's just for people to enjoy things that I do, really. That's it. I just want to be accepted by people. Honestly, is this my entire goal in life is to just be accepted and loved by people for either talents or just being a good human being, you know, and it's still crazy to me every day. Um, I know for a long time, for a very long time, it was just I would just wrestle. Um, I remember 2019 I had. Uh, maybe I think I had two, if that, it was either one or two weekends where I didn't wrestle at all. And the rest, I had at least one, one to five bookings a week. And that's just, it gets, it's so easy to get caught up in just doing things monotonously and just kind of going along with what's happening and forgetting about like the the little things. Uh but thankfully 2020 has just been one giant fucking foot on the brake and it has given me a chance to just slow down a little bit and just appreciate the you know the things that I have that other people aren't I mean may not the things that um when I look back at um 12-year-old Sean and I tell him Listen, dude, you took the Undertaker's finisher off the top of a steel cage from your big brother and people fucking lost their minds because of it. When I tell people, hello, Sean Christopher, you just took a loud drink of water on a podcast. That's cool. No, when I tell little Sean things like, there are sometimes upwards to 300 plus, you know, people who chant your name, you know, on a weekend basis. That's crazy to think about. There's just like, there's things that you, as a performer, as an adult, that you kind of just brush off and you think, yeah, it's just, it's just, <clears throat> it's a given you take things for granted, but it's always, I always like to go back and think, like, how would, if I told myself this 10 years ago, how would I react? How would 12-year-old Sean react to this? And it's things like that that just keep me going. So it is, 
to answer your question, as I've beaten around the fucking bush for 13 minutes in a row, uh, it's incredible. It feels like a feeling that is is like no other. There's nothing else, nothing else like it. To think that people come to wrestling shows specifically to watch me wrestle, and that's absolutely insanity to me. I would never have thought in a million years, even as a child who's always wanted to be a pro wrestler, that one, I would ever even do it, and two, that um, there are people who actually enjoy watching me wrestle, and that, um, I don't know, it's just really special. It makes me a very happy man. Keeps me motivated. Keeps me going. Keeps me doing things, you know. It gives me the fucking, the will to jump off the top rope and hit the fucking concrete floor for no reason. Other than, you know what, that shit's pretty cool. And those people are going to like it. So, I had fun. I have so much fun. And it is all because of you people. And I appreciate it. So... I'm going to take a little pause here, and after a short little break, we will be right back with some story time. So, just look out for that, and uh, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. I just want to take a moment here to, one, thank you very much for listening to Playing With Myself with Sean Christopher Coming to you Mondays and Wednesdays every single week. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love that I'm getting from this. And also remind you that if you do want to support this podcast, Sean Christopher, Sean Bradley, my mama, my, I don't know, my nephew. Any, if you want to support somebody close to Sean Christopher or Sean Christopher himself, you can do so at www.storefrontier.com slash Sean Christopher. Pick yourself up. Some sweet, sweet tees. We've got hoodies. We've got tanks. We've got masks, which you should be wearing. Pick it up, and it'll have Sean Christopher written all over it. But I also want to remind you that if you don't like my shirts for whatever reason, rude, or you just don't even like clothes, or you've bought them all, you can support Sean Christopher directly over at paypal.me slash Sean Christopher or if you're more of a little old casual brother, brother, you can hit your boy up on the cash app, Sean is Savage one And I just want to say that I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your support. And however you choose to support, but thank you for listening. And uh, we'll get right back to it. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As we get into story time, and this, <clears throat> this week's story time is brought to you by my broken down fucking body because today we're going to talk about injuries we're going to talk about times where I've been fucked up and not in a good way if you know what I'm saying so let's talk about it. Uh, first we're going to talk about <clears throat> these cuts on my damn body man a lot of people hit me with some Heath Ledger, and they want to know how I got these scars. So, I've got 
one big ass scar in the middle of my fucking forehead. It's quite noticeable. And uh, this one, not wrestling related at all. Actually, none of these are wrestling related at all. Um, but as a child, as a young lass, as a wee sheen, um, one of my cousins was taking your boy on a stroller ride down the street as you do when you're a kid as as is you know commonplace you know you take a little stroller ride down the street well this was not just any stroller ride this is what I like to call the stroller ride from hell because we're going down a hill a steep steep hill and uh, my cousin just lets go of that bitch uh I hit a rock, that stroller flips for like flips forward, I land head first on that damn road, and boom, dude, that's it, split me, dude, I'm telling you, Ric Flair, crimson mask kind of thing, going on in the middle of the street, three-year-old, two-year-old, Sean, I don't even know how old I was, just sitting there crying his damn eyes out, looking like he just got done fucking wrestling Dusty Rhodes for 30 minutes, you know. So that's where the forehead comes from. Kind of, you know, I don't know, kind of sad when you think about it. There's a two-year-old out there just bleeding like that. So that was fun, I guess. Sounds like fun to me. Uh, And then I've got one right on my left eyebrow. I've also got a lot of questions about... It's a lot less noticeable, I will say. Um, but one time in school, like I said, I'm not a confrontational person. But on this day, I'll be damned if I was a confrontational person. So this one gentleman, I can't even remember what we were arguing about. We were arguing about something, right? So me and this young gentleman, we get into a bit of a scuffle. And I'm not going to say... That I'm the best fighter in the world. But I will say. I handed this man his ass. <laughs> on a silver platter. I beat this man up. Just because. I don't know. He probably said something about my mama. I don't know what he said. Something. I don't know. probably said your, your fucking nose is too big. I don't know. But. Whatever happened. We got into an altercation. I ended up. You know. Jacking his jaw a couple times. Everything's okay. You know. So the next day. I'm at school. This dude also has a locker right beside mine. <clears throat> so I'm at my locker. You know, I'm putting things in there. I close it. He's at his locker. I see. He comes up next to me. He's at his locker. He starts talking some shit. So I'm talking some shit back. This dude just flings his locker door open. And boom, right in my eyebrow, dude. Fucking caught me. Call me right my eyebrow, dude. I started getting color at school, you know. So then I hit him with Edge's finish. A fucking spear, dude. We're going at it again. And uh, that's pretty much it. You know, I'm bleeding from the eyebrow. He's, you know, trying to get away. I don't, I don't know. I, but he fucked my eyebrow up with a damn locker. One of them, like, heavy-ass locker. You know, this is... This is Cleveland County High School in Heflin, Alabama. We do not have the budget for nice little thin-doored lockers. This is one of them fucking... It's made out of... 
I don't know, dude. I don't know if they make it out of fucking... It feels like they make them just out of dumbbells. They just put dumbbells on the locker doors. So, yeah, that fucked my eyebrow up. So, that's another fun one. also have one on my middle finger, funny enough. Big old scar on my left hand middle finger. So, if I ever flip you off and you're wondering... Man, that guy's finger looks weird. That's why. So, <clears throat> as a child, well, as a, I think I was a teenager at this point. So, my brother Donnie, uh, as most people know, really into Yu-Gi-Oh. Big Yu-Gi-Oh fan. So, he has all his friends over uh, his house. I'm over there hanging out. And he had kind of gotten me into Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit. I had this uh, a zombie deck. Um... And I was doing, you know, all right. Wasn't doing the best. But I was getting along. Uh, and we were having this, like, long... I don't know. I don't even know how it was possible. But there's, like, eight people in a circle. And we're, like, just playing a eight-person Yu-Gi-Oh game. I don't know. Um and uh, it takes a while to get around for people to do their turns and stuff because they know what they're doing. I'm just throwing shit down. But they actually know what they're doing. So they're doing things. I'm just kind of hanging out. I see this knife uh, next to me. And Donnie has this leather couch. It's all beefed to hell and back. It's white leather couch. It looks like shit. You know, so I'm just taking that knife, cutting Cutting into the couch a little bit like a fucking weirdo, like a serial killer. Like some that's like something Michael Myers would do. But I'm over here cutting into the couch, being weird. And my brother Galen, my big brother Galen, looks at me and he goes, uh, man, you need to stop that, you're gonna fucking cut yourself. And I said, Alright. In my head, I'm like, dude, who the fuck are you? Like I'm a professional couch cutter. Like, you don't know me motherfucker, you don't know me, so, the turns get going again, and, uh, my brother G-Dub, he's doing his turn, you know, everything is going around, I'm just, they're kind of distracted again, so I'm like, you know what, time to cut in this couch again, easy, right, so I'm starting to cut in this couch again, I'm having the time of my life cutting little designs into it, you know, like a, like, man, do I just sound more and more scary the more I get through this story, honestly. But anyways, I'm cutting through this couch. Then finally I get the piece of the couch in my hand, and I cut through it, and then boom, what do I do? I cut my middle finger almost completely fucking off. So what do I do? Do I say, hey, everyone, I need some help? No. I'm a man, dude. I'm a fucking probably 13-year-old man at this point, so I don't need no help. Uh, and also, you know, I just got the warning, so I can't be stupid. I can't just be like, yeah, I didn't listen to you, and I cut my fucking finger. That sounds dumb. So I hold my finger, and I just walk to the bathroom, and I let go, and my God, was there blood everywhere. In this house. I'm feeling sick to my stomach just thinking about it. I remember looking in the mirror. There was blood on the mirror. Blood in the sink. Blood on the tub. I'm just trying to wash it. 
and like rapping and stuff. I I don't know what to do because, you know, they don't teach you in school what to do when you cut the middle finger, the tip of your middle finger off because you're stupid. They don't teach you those things. So <clears throat> I'm just in here trying everything I can. I'm looking up and I was just white. Like, I mean, yeah, I, every time I look in the mirror, I am white. But I am extremely white this time. You know, I look like I just saw a ghost. And then I hear from in the living room, I hear someone go, where the fuck is Sean? And then they go, oh, fuck. Because they found the old blood trail that I had left in the bathroom. Like, led into the bathroom from the thing. Uh... And, you know, they come barging in. I'm in there fucking about half dead. I'm looking like Salad Fingers. Shout out to Salad Fingers. If you guys ever seen that, you know where he fucking sticks his hand on the nail, his finger on the nail, and he just turns white? That's me. So I'm sitting in there looking like Salad Fingers, episode, I think, one. And then, yeah, my brothers were like, told you so, dude. Told you so. No, he super glued that thing shut. They got me a pack of pink Starburst, and I was good to go for the rest of the night. So, that was good. But also, don't play with knives, dude. Like, I don't know why I ever even thought it was a good idea to do that. But just don't do it. If you're children and you're looking for something to play with, play with a fucking, I don't know, a toy or something. Don't play with knives because you'll get cut. It's like playing with fire, bro. You'll get burned. So, those are my scar stories. And now, we're going to talk about the time, the one and only time I've ever missed a chunk of wrestling. And that's when I separated my AC joint, from which, if you don't know, is in the shoulder. I don't remember what. It was like a class... To be whatever the fuck the second one is, separation, which is like, you know, the first one, I think, I don't even know how it works. I don't know how medical stuff works, but I think it was like the one where it's like, you're almost fucked. You like, you didn't do it. You didn't fuck it up too bad, like terribly where you have to have surgery, but also you could have done a lot less damage to it and probably have been a lot better off kind of thing. So... That happens uh, when that happens when um well it it actually started before it actually like I don't know I don't even know so I think I separated it before I ever even knew that I had separated it so I'm in this battle royal it's like an eleven man battle royal at Pro South I have this great idea that. I will go to get eliminated, and my main man, Brandon Watley, will catch me on his shoulders until I get booted off of his shoulders, like fucking doomsday device style, on the floor. What an idiot. What a dumb thing to do. Jeez, why am I so dumb? But, so I think that's a good idea. Uh, so I'm on B-Watch shoulders, and my main man... Fucking Trick Daddy Cool comes and gives me that damn big boot. I fly backwards off a... I do a fucking backflip off B-Watch shoulders, and I land right on my left shoulder as hard as I can on the ground. And I'm like, damn, dude. That shit hurt. 
that shit did not feel good. So I get upstairs and I'm like, yeah, my shoulder hurts a lot. I don't know what's wrong with it. But guess what? I'm going to keep wrestling. I don't give a fuck. So I kept wrestling on it. And then we get to this match. Also, it's like a six-man tag match. I remember that much. I don't remember. I think it was like me, Brandon, and Aiden Andrews. I remember Aiden Andrews was in this match. Uh, uh, me, Brandon, Aiden first is like, I think of the family, you know, fucking probably Trickster James and the mob. That sounds like a pro South match if I've ever heard one from 2017. So that's probably what the match was. So I do this one spot earlier where I go for a suicide dive on somebody they move and it's supposed to hit B what, but for whatever reason, Brandon thinks instead of just letting me hit him with the suicide dive, it would be like so much funnier if he just ducked it and gave my ass a back body drop onto the barricade. I don't know how it happened, but I suicide dive and I don't know if he was a like, I mean, people used to be afraid to catch me on suicide dives, which is fine. Just fucking say that before I'm midair and you're running away from me because I get I'm a bigger guy than you are. But for fuck's sake, don't let me die. When Don't let me put my life in your hands and then you let me down. Why don't you just tell me beforehand and we don't even have to do it. So that's my rant real quick because I fucking do this suicide dive. Uh, my main man, Brandon, ducks that shit and back body drops my ass on the barricade and my knee wraps around that bitch so my knees fucked already in this match hurts like a bitch but I get back because like I do I keep wrestling and then I'm taking heat like a motherfucker and then uh I'm going to give somebody an enziguri I give them the enziguri but I don't oh uh I don't rotate all the way to my stomach like you're supposed to when you hit an enziguri. I land right on that damn shoulder again. So I land right back on that shoulder, and then boom, that's it. That's when it happened. Fucking separated the absolute fuck out of my AC joint, I guess. That's when it happened. So um, I finished the rest of the match as I do. And then I go to the uh, go to the doctors. They're like, "Yeah, you fucked your shoulder up. You're stupid. You got to do therapy, all that stuff." But I still had, I still wrestled on it. I still wrestled two matches on it. I remember wrestling a like gauntlet match that went on for like two minutes. Then I wrestled a pro south title match with old Donnie Primetime and Brandon Watley. Uh, it's a damn main event, dude. You got to be the main eventer that I can be. So, uh, we do that, uh, then Brandon turns on me, fucks my shoulder up, then the, yeah, that's the okay fave reason. And the return is funny, too, because I was injured in, like, October-ish, I came back on the last Pro South, like, big event, their anniversary show of that December, I remember I come, I had this, like, cool, like, I had made all these hype packages that were playing, Because, you know, I saw Undertaker come back at WrestleMania 20 like the rest of us, dude. And I knew that shit was cool as fuck. So, I made all these cool hype package things. Made my big return. 
And uh, I remember the day, like a few times, I would even thought about my outfit. I was like, I'm going to wear this like cool hoodie uh, with these sweet ass new like tight joggers that I bought off of Wish.com. These motherfuckers are going to be good as fuck, you know. They're going to look cool. I'm just going to look like a cool guy. So I do, I get my fucking, I get my big return. Come out from under the ring, dude. I hit Brandon Watley with the Thest Press. And then uh, I'm like, damn, dude, it's like cold in this place. Like, I remember feeling like my legs are cold as fuck. Like, right on my inner thighs. They're just freezing cold. So I go through the rest of the spot. I give him, you know, whatever the fuck. I give him a drop kick that looked like shit. He leaves. I'm celebrating. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Things are going great. I start running on the outside of the ring. I'm high-fiving everybody. I roll over the this big-ass stage thing, and I get my phone, because I have my phone under the ring hanging out on it. And then uh, I feel this breeze hit me right in my, like, my little, you know, my little, my little Christopher's. And I was like, whoa, what is going on? And I feel down these sweet-ass joggers that I had bought from Wish.com have now ripped all the way up my ass. So I, the entire time I did this big turn, big return, I'm this big badass baby face now, my fucking pants were ripped the entire time, which is absolutely hilarious in hindsight. Even then, the funniest thing of all time. So that was nice. I made my big return. It's like a Superman fucking flew in to save somebody, you know, and his fucking, you know, his little his little kents come out, you know. I will say I was wearing underwear, so nobody saw anything, but it was just there, the fact that my pants were ripped. I don't know, man, just a fun time. Just a fun time. So there's that. A little bit before that, though, Dude, I'm just watching the audio on this go up when I take drinks of water. It's so loud. But, um... A little before this, um, I was wrestling at this place. I was actually wrestling at the JC Arena. This was in 2017. It was before the shoulder injury. I think it might have been in between the two times that the shoulder was fucked up. Wrestling a team known as Steve Pleasing, no, known as the Superstars, Steve Pleasing, Big T, managed by Bradley Kane. I love those guys. Those guys are the easiest wrestlers to wrestle with ever. So I love those guys. But we're wrestling them. It's me and my main man, Brandon Wally. You know, we're on the Greenhorn Militia World Tour. Things are going great. I've got these cool new arm drags that fucking uh, the Batiri had taught me, so I was out there just fucking luching it up, looking like a million bucks, and I have this cool spot to where I'm like, what if I go for this cool arm drag on Big T, I don't know if you guys know Big T, but by the name, you can judge, he's probably a big guy, yeah, Big T's a big guy, so I'm like, what if you don't go with it, and I just like stomp and I can't go, it's like, hell yeah, sounds easy enough. So what happens? I go for it once. Doesn't work. I jump to go for it a second time and then boom. My knee just fucking 
collapses on me. Goes out. It's like if you've ever seen the fucking Seth Rollins, you know, powerbomb on Kane thing, you know, that fucked his knee up. It's the same thing, basically. That The knee looks exactly the same. So I do that number. Holy fuck. My knee just gave out on me. But what do I do as a fucking professional? I take 10 minutes of heat after that. Because fuck it. Brother, we're live in the JC Arena. It's SEPW. The tag titles are on the line, dude. I can't be phoning it in right now. I don't give a fuck. If I got a bum knee, a bum anything. I ain't no bum. I'm the eye of Provident Sean Christopher, so I'm out there working another 10 minutes on that knee. I I literally could not walk the rest of the night. I had to be carried into a hospital by my main man, Brandon Watley, and Brian Pryor. Shout out to those guys for carrying me into a hospital. Uh, They ended up, like, looking at my knee, saying, "Ah, I don't fucking know, giving me ibuprofen, and I went home. That was pretty much it. So, shout out to the fucking... Gadsden RMC or hospital. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Shout out to those guys for basically telling me to go fuck myself and then charging me like 10 grand for some fucking ibuprofen. So I appreciate it. That's probably why my knees still suck to this day. So boom. Hell yeah. So that's my fun injury stories. That's the times I've been hurt. I've been hurt a lot more for sure. But those are the times that stick out in my mind, you know, that I can just think about rattle off some fun. Well, not fun, but I lost some, you know, interesting stories and things that you guys might know. Might not know. There we go. Man, talking is hard as fuck. Am I right? But anyways, those are some fun things about injuries from me that I'm trying to tell you and I cannot even find the words that I'm trying to look for right now, which is hard because I'm on a fucking podcast and you're listening to my words, and I can't think of words to say. Anyways, I'm frazzled. And you know how much I hate that word. And you know how much I rarely use that word. I can't remember the, I can't even remember office quotes. You realize how like messed up my head is right now? Anyways. So that's story time, ladies and gentlemen. Story time with Sean Christopher. About all the times I've been fucked up. Um... So I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed story time today. Um, let's give you a little preview. What's What to look out for this week. Um, Wednesday will not be my typical one-on-one interview format. I have uh, to commemorate, I guess to celebrate, the second edition of Bad Boy Pro happening this Friday in Hansville, Alabama at the JC Arena. I'm going to release a special roundtable Bad Boy Pro review show with none other than Two Fly Tie, Kent Havoc, and Sam that we recorded the night of the first ever Bad Boy Pro show. So we're going to release that on Wednesday for you guys. Hopefully um, you check that out. It's interesting. It's fun. It is... um, strange at times I don't know it's fun it's a good listen you'll love it so make sure to check that out on Wednesday um I've got um KFW's Black Harvest this Friday uh 
in Sevierville, Tennessee. If you guys haven't thought about making the trip up there, I suggest that you do because it is worth it. So we've got that coming up. Let's check out the rest of my dates real quick off my calendar that I somehow always forget. Um, I don't have anything this Saturday or Sunday, which is actually nice because I do need a break because my body hurts. Um, I've got next Thursday, the entire ADS will be at the mall. It's going down deal. Um, the 31st is Halloween. I will be, um, I think it's Wrestling United on Halloween, so I'm pumped for that before I, uh, me and Kevin Ryan go defend our uh, Beer Pong Tag Team Championships against a bunch of smodges, a bunch of losers. Before we do that that night, we'll go wrestle at Wrestling United and have a good old time, maybe get some candy, you know. And then after that, the day after that, we've got New South. So that's a four-day wrestling weekend. I have I've, I'm also on the 30th. I have a show on the 30th. TBA. So I'm not going to announce that yet. But um but so 29th, 30th, 31st and then Sunday is New South. So it's a 4-day wrestling weekend, which is all good in my book. We've got November 6th. We've going to be in Ardmore, Tennessee wrestling Corey Storm and Braden Tune in a triple threat match, the triple threat match that never was that now is uh November 7th I will be back at New South again for another action clash taping I'm very excited about that and for now I'm gonna leave it at that that's where you can catch me over the next three fucking weeks catch me at one of those shows catch me at both of them catch me at all of them catch me outside how about that but uh I just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure to be happy, be positive, love life, guys. Just enjoy being alive today and see how much of a difference it will make. Appreciate the little things. Appreciate the big things. Fuck, even appreciate the medium things. No one ever gives a love for the medium things. So appreciate everything. Uh, love your dogs, love your cats, love your, like, if you got chickens, dude, fuck chickens, I don't like chickens, so never mind with those, but, like, just, I don't know, animals are awesome, so if you've got animals, love them, tell them that Sean Christopher loves them with all his heart, and he wishes he could pet them every day, um, but, uh, most of all, I love you guys, thank you for continually listening to this podcast. Thank you if you do choose to support this podcast or me. I will um I very much do appreciate it. And um I am looking forward to talking with you guys live next week about the weekend, things that I did and things like that. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys on the Akuto Death Society podcast dropping sometime later this week and I hope you guys Listen to the Roundtable Bad Boy Pro review dropping on Wednesday. Uh, But thank you all for listening today. Um, I love you. And uh, have a good day.